0: Hello, welcome to the Friday, September 14th, 2018 edition of the Sands and Storm Centers Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. There appears to be no shortage of file types that an attacker can use to expose a victim with malicious content. The latest example is MHT files, or sometimes also called MHTML files. These are files that are created typically by Internet Explorer if you are saving a web page. Problem with saving a web page is that it's more than just the HTML to make the web page work. You also need Images, you may need JavaScript files and the like, and that's what the MHT format accomplishes. Now, it's not just a zip archive of all of these files, instead, it's actually sort of a miming code, it's sort of a multi part mime file. So, it's one big file, it's not compressed by itself, and it includes different segments with all the different files that are needed to build the web page. Now, the reason Didier is looking at this file type is that he found it being used in order to, of course, spread malicious content. In a simple case, it's really just sort of a little one-liner HTML file that then redirects the user to a different website that then delivers the malicious code. But Xavier has another example where actually a bunch of JavaScript and script code is being included in these files that in itself is malicious. Attackers, of course, hope that you're not inspecting these somewhat special file types. And as a result, the malicious code or the malicious URL will make it to the user past whatever sort of filters you have set up. We had uh, one user write in who I think puts it best in that he said that he's blocking all of these MHT files for years with very little bad side effects. The only example here he had is his Qualis Volumity Scanner does deliver scan reports using this format. And then we got a new variation or improvement on the cold boot attack. The cold boot attack relies on memory being not completely cleared out if you power off a system. So if you power down the system and then quickly enough are able to cool down the memory, then the charge will remain. And you used to be able to simply then boot up the system from a USB stick, for example, with special software, and you would be able to recover memory content, in particular disk encryption keys and the like. Now, after this attack became first known hardware manufacturers altered the firmware of systems in order to delete memory whenever the system is booted up. This has to be done when the system is booted up because as the system is powered down someone may essentially just pull the plug on the system and there may be no time, no power to actually delete the memory. This new improved attack uses a problem with this firmware in that it can be bypassed and with that we are back to the good old cold boot attack where an attacker could boot the system from a special USB stick and then again read memory. As the original attack, this of course requires that the attacker is able to open the system, has physical access to the system. Probably the easiest defense against the attack is just to completely power down the system when you are leaving it alone or just not leaving your system alone. And usually I don't cover it, but on the second Tuesday of the month, there's another vendor that releases patches, and that's SAP, the Enterprise Resource Planning System. They fixed 13 vulnerabilities this month. Now, the reason I mention it is not because any of these vulnerabilities that are being addressed in the September update are all that critical, but we do see quite a bit of interest from attackers in these systems. So definitely make sure that you are patched and that you configure these systems according to the usual best practices. And then another reminder, we just have Hurricane Florence hitting the US East Coast and also having some odd gas explosions in the Boston area. We always are on the lookout for any scams and things like that that evolve around these disasters. What's very typically happening is that any malware or so is trying to take advantage of it. Maybe social media posts. We have seen very little fake donation scams over the last few years. Probably the last huge one we have seen was back uh, with Katrina. But yes, they do occasionally pop up so please be aware and if you see anything interesting please share it with us well and that's it for today so thanks for listening and talk to you again on monday bye